360 round. We're ready. We're focusing on semiconductors. Joining us now, Quint Tatro, Managing Director of Jewel Financial, and Will Summerlin, Analyst at ARK Invest. Thank you both for being with us. Obviously, we have to deal with the chip shortage, the bottlenecks. I mean, that's an ongoing story. As we take a look at the group, which has been volatile but has come back into favor. Quint, I'll start with you. You were looking at a name like Intel, and you could put it into the bigger picture, but saying that this is a cheap, beaten-down name. Earnings are coming up. Fit it all together for us. What are you thinking? Sure, Nicole. We're sort of taking a three-pronged approach when we're looking at the semis, which I like as an entire group here. I think that uh, they've come in, and I think the negativity really has helped to bring in the valuations. But I think you got to search through, and, and I think you got to balance out some value with some speculation and so forth. And we're doing that. And on the value side, we do like Intel. This is a stock that's trading 12 times forward earnings. Now, when you look at those earnings, they're struggling to grow because they've been reinvesting. They've had a, a significant you know, lag that's going on with a new chip. And I think that this earnings report that we're going to see tomorrow is a critical, if not the most important earnings report we've seen out of this company for a very, very long time. We're going to get updates on basically their new chip design, probably more importantly, how they're growing in their data center business. But look, it's a domestic manufacturer, and I think that the tenor of the semiconductor industry, we're going to see more and more of a favor in the investment community for these sort of domestic manufacturing type companies, Intel investing a tremendous amount in their U.S. manufacturing facilities. So with an incredible balance sheet, a very nice dividend, and a relatively low valuation, I think this is a stock that you can own here uh, for the long term. And when we look at this, right, so you're looking at value and we're doing some stock, you have to do some stock picking, I guess, too, right? We don't just buy the whole market anymore these days. People seem to be more focused on specific names. And you have a specific area, Will, that you're focusing on when it comes to semiconductors. And that's the, the affiliation with AI programs and the growth in software, the decade to come over at ARC being really much like disruptors. Tell us about how you're investing in the strategy that goes with this AI plan. Yeah, you know, we look at AI over the long-term time horizon. So we just did a, a research report and found that by 2030, we think AI will boost the productivity of the average knowledge worker, accountants, bookkeepers, software engineers, by 140%. So that's more than doubling the productivity of most office workers. And along with that, you know, we think software spend is going to increase. So enterprise software spend is currently about $500 billion a year, according to, to consensus. We think that's going to grow to nearly 14 trillion a year by 2030, as companies realize the gains in productivity from AI-powered enterprise software. And if you look at the current spend on uh, servers related to enterprise software, uh, our research suggests that about half of COGS and SaaS are spent on cloud compute, and the cloud compute demands for AI are even higher. And so, you know, if we look at that 14 trillion in spend, we think a meaningful part of that's going to be on compute. Makes sense. And, and we can look at the ARCW ETF as, I guess, a basket for some of those names that would represent what you're talking about. Quint, you also were taking a look at some names that might be a little smaller or off our radar. Tell me a little bit about some of those names that you're watching very closely. Yeah, Nicole. So again, we kind of take a three-pronged approach. We already talked about Intel from a real fundamental value perspective. This is, a, again, a compounding book value gem. It's going to take some time. 
On the speculative front, we like the small cap Excellus, uh, ACLS. If you think about this company, they basically make the machines that help fabricate, I'm gonna get a little deep here, but fabricate the transistors on top of the silicone. So as companies ramp up production to kind of come back in, as we start to see this bottleneck uh, unwind, this is a company that could have extraordinary uh, revenue uh, and incredible orders. The company is, despite its uh, you know, trading, which has been exceptional, it's still relatively undervalued. The stock's trading at a 17 uh, forward multiple. And if they just hit their estimates, those estimates are set to grow the earnings around 20 to 22 percent. So we think this is still a, a kind of a growth at a reasonable price uh, name, and we like it quite a bit. It, these earnings will tell us a lot, again, about what's happening in the company, but we think orders are going to be tremendous. <clears throat> the other side is kind of a turnaround play, and this is a company that's really reinventing themselves. This is Wolf Speed. Wolf Speed was the old Cree, uh, which was kind of a lighting, you know, known as a lighting semiconductor company. Now, this company is really, uh, really going heavy into the silicon carbide um, area yeah. in the semiconductor world. And, and I'm sure Will is familiar with this name and probably hopefully likes this name. I'm a big fan of ARC, so maybe they're behind it. I don't know. Um, but this is a, this is a company um, that with doing silicon carbide, they're able to basically increase the efficiency of uh, a semiconductor exponentially. And this is very helpful when you're talking about semiconductors that are running in um, companies or uh, technologies like electronic vehicles. So companies that are right. utilizing a tremendous amount of electricity within uh, the semiconductor itself. So again, this is a turnaround company. They, they don't have the greatest balance sheet. It's improving. Um, but I think this is a company you've got to keep your, your eye on here for the long term as well. So that's kind of our three-pronged right. approach. We like value, speculation, yeah. and turnaround. All right. I like that. And uh, ARC obviously takes a look at all of these names. And how are you changing? How often are you picking what goes into the ETF? Well, I know you're sort of uh, new to ARC, too. I'm sure there's a lot of pressure on you to do some great picking. Um, some names that would be in the fund. How are you doing that? You'll take us out to the end of the show here. Just a quick thought. I only have about 30 seconds left. Yeah. So again, we're very long-term focused. So we're thinking five years out, what's the world going to look like and what companies are going to benefit most. Uh, within the AI scope, you know, we break companies into three categories. The first are companies that are building complex AI models. The second are companies that are enabling the development and deployment of AI. This includes the full stack from hardware up to software. Uh, and then finally, we look at companies that have unique data advantages. And generally with AI, okay. the more training data that you have, the better the quality of that training data, uh, the better your models are gonna be. And so we look for companies with unique data advantages that are also hard to replicate. Okay. Great, good conversation. Thank you both. Will Summerlin at ARK Invest, Quint Tatro, Jewel Financial. Thank you very much.